podcast. My name is Stephen Watson. And I'm Neil Grogan. And we are here talking about the book, Caring for One Another. Mm. And Who's the author of that book there, Stephen? Edward T. Welch. Mm. So if you don't have a copy, uh, don't order one unless you have Amazon Prime, because we'll be done in like two weeks, yeah, right? For sure. So is that right? Yeah, You've got that's this right. one, and then two more chapters. Yeah. Um, so we're getting into some pretty good discussion questions. I really loved last week's about being personal and pray. Right. So, so practical. Um, and I think this next one I think is also really practical. Mm. And it, this one he says we need to talk about suffering. Mm. So we're going to talk about talking about suffering. We're going to talk about talking about suffering. What does that paragraph say? That yeah, so hardships and sufferings are everywhere. And scripture counters by speaking to our troubles on nearly every page. And then he's going to uh, kind of take a look at the Exodus account um, to encourage this uh, or encourage us to think through our suffering and walking through it with somebody else. Yeah, and it, it does strike me like how much suffering there is in the Bible. I know. That I don't, I don't think just like we generally think about the amount of suffering in the Bible, but sure, man, I mean it's 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 heavy. It's almost like Jesus said somewhere, like you will suffer as I've suffered. Yeah, <laughs> I, well, I think of uh, I think of uh, Philippians chapter one, yeah. and Paul says, "You've been called not only to believe in Christ, but to suffer on His behalf." Right. You know. And then uh, at the end, when he comes to the conclusion, for me to live as Christ to die is gain, mm, even in the midst of this prison cell. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, so it's everywhere. Yeah, I mean, everyone has. You could say we have something in common with everybody. Right. What we have in common with everybody is suffering. Is, is suffering. Yeah. Uh, Which is really good to note. Um, he said something in the book that I thought was a little confusing. Yeah. What about. Was it? Um, how what like hardship is unique um to you or becomes more unique to you and i don't know if that's exactly what he meant to say hmm. but i i would take us to first corinthians ten thirteen. um turning there now yeah, what, what bible to... are you reading now there neil oh, this is the charles spurgeon study bible mm. and it comes like a it has a smell of, of cigar smoke when you open it up out of the oh, box. Man, I wish. <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't smoke this Bible. It's not, not good for you. Yeah, but um, Paul says in First Corinthians ten thirteen, no temptation has come upon you except what is common to man. And so I just think it's really important that when we think about suffering, uh, one of the things that the enemy uses um, to keep us from working through it is isolation. And mm -hmm. so when we think and we believe that we are alone in the midst of our trial, right? Mm -hmm. um, we end up avoiding, isolating, hunkering down, trying to bear it by ourselves. But that's not what God calls us to do, right? He calls us to uh, suffer in the context of community, to uh, pray for one another, to encourage one another, spur each other on towards love and good works, right? Um, bear burdens with one another to persevere with one another right yeah Ooh, in the context of community persevere yeah jason no chick that's for you if you listen um sorry inside joke inside joke um yeah but um number one rule of podcasting don't do inside don't jokes. do inside jokes but with suffering right man I, I love that he made it a point to say hey how we care for one another first and you know 
after all these other steps, mm. we have to actually talk about hardship. Mm. We have to talk about these things because scripture talks about them, right? Yeah, it does. Yeah. So the, one of the passages I was thinking about when you read that one was, mm-hmm. was Hebrews 4, mm. where it says, Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast to our confession. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in every way we are, yet without sin. Mm. Therefore, let us approach the throne of grace with boldness, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in the time of need. Yeah. And so I think that one is talking a lot about like the suffering of sin, right. because we, we had to realize like suffering comes in different ways. Yeah. Sometimes we suffer as a result of our temptations and our sin. Yeah. And sometimes our suffering is a result of circumstances mm-hmm. uh, that are outside, completely outside of our control. Right. But either way, it, it is a type of suffering. All of it's uh, rooted in sin, right? Yeah, and, and, I, and I love what the author of Hebrews is saying is, you know, why, why we need to hold to, while we're going through suffering, we need to hold on to our confession. Right. It's almost like you were preaching on last week where we have to pre-decide right. on how we're going to handle circumstances. Right. So we have to pre-decide that when we are facing suffering and trials that we're going to hold fast to our confession. And why do we do this? Because we have the example of Christ, of what right. he's done for us. Yeah, and we and we have to understand that, man, Christ has suffered with us. He understands it on a unique plane, right? Like, um, he's not a savior who is separate from suffering. Mm. You, know, you you guys deal with that, but depend yeah. on me, right? I'm above well, it. And there's almost, man, I just turned away from it. Oh, now i got to find it again. Um, but it's almost like the, the next part of that about, therefore, let us approach the throne of grace. Right. Like Because he suffers. Because he suffers, we can approach his throne with grace. So right. there's like this, there's this bond mm-hmm. of suffering. Right. He has suffered. So he knows our suffering, right. and so it, it makes it makes us able to approach Jesus, which is what the word sympathy, sympathy means, right? To yeah. suffer with, quite that's literally what it means. So yeah, man, Christ so suffers with us. So let's let's take this mm-hmm. down to like life in the church, right? Of like whenever we are in community with one another, especially right now. So we right. just started our community groups off, discipleship groups, uh, discipleship groups off. Yep. And so I, th- I think one of the things that it's easy to, well, one of the things that's hard to do, I should say, is it's it's hard to go deep quickly. Right. Why? Because we we uh, we don't know other people. Yeah. We're not comfortable around other people. I just moved here, and so sometimes I'm it, in the army. I'm gonna leave soon. Yeah, and so so I think I think that that exists. So, but I think there's this idea of like. One of the way to to move into that community is being free to talk about your suffering. Yeah. And also, this chapter is not necessarily talking about your suffering as much as listening to other people's suffering. Right. So as we listen to other people's suffering, I think it does draw us closer together. Just like we can draw close to Jesus because of this, we can draw close to one another. What would you say are some good guidelines like somebody in discipleship group is is sharing a story of suffering. Mm-hmm. What are some good guidelines on how a person should engage? Yeah, 
Yeah, first and foremost is to listen the whole way through, actively listen. Uh, you're trying to know their heart in the midst of this. You're trying to see how they're interpreting their situation, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, man, God must hate me like, because <laughs> I'm going through this. Or yeah. um, I thought God would do this because I did that. Or, you know, there's just so many different things that get twisted up, up in us when there's pain involved, right? Mm-hmm. And so as you're, as you're listening, actively listening, um, you're present. Uh, you're actually hearing them and what they're saying what's influencing them, what other people are saying to them, really walking through the, the steps that uh, Welch here has laid out in this book, right? Yeah. We move towards it. Um, but the big thing, and th- it, this is a warning, if you start talking about your own experience, mm-hmm. when someone opens up to you about their hardship, that you will alienate them. They will walk away. <laughs> I, I know exactly how you're feeling. Right. Yeah. I had the exact thing thing happen yeah. to me. Yeah, I but, stubbed my toe the other day. That's kind of yeah. like getting in a car wreck, you know. Right, right. <laughs> the, the, when you're in the you're in the midst of you're in the throes of the battle, right? And you're like, "Are you kidding me?" Well, and, and so I think there is like a, a balance between knowing how to like relate, sure, without diminishing what they're saying, right? Uh, because because their hurt is real, and it yeah. and. Uh, yeah, you don't, you don't want to ruin that trust. Yeah, I think it's important that you highlight what their reality is, you know. Um, answering them back with like, man, you know what? You're right, man. That's a result of the brokenness of the world. Yeah, and, he, yeah. and Welch mentions that in the chapter right. on page 52. What does he say specifically? Well, he, well, he's talking about the wilderness mm-hmm. experience of Israel. You know, they, they're free from slavery. Right. They're in the wilderness. And he says uh, that the wilderness is hard, and we respond with compassion. Right. The wilderness is indeed a place of destitution and powerlessness. Right. If you have ever felt that way during your troubles, this is your story. Right. Um, And so he he said basically the idea of what we need to do, that since the wilderness and suffering is a hard place, one of the things that we need to do is we need to grieve with people who grieve. Right. Uh, We need to mourn with people who are mourning and right. as a result we we're able to move in closer right yeah exactly this brings us closer and it, it brings us to now an opportunity to mm. bring god's word to bear on that yeah. situation right yeah. and so man one of the things i think that is so important when someone is suffering a true hardship is to remind them of the character of god mm. And um, it might not be like you're not going to give them 10 steps of practicality for handling their problem, right? But yeah. you want to remind them here who God is and who <laughs> and who they are, right? In yeah. light of that. Well, and, and that's where Welch, it's almost like we script this out, man. But this is where Welch goes to next, right? right? Sure. Because he says there's more is happening in the wilderness than hardships. Mm-hmm. And so when we can recognize that more is happening in the wilderness, more is happening in suffering than just hardships what he's referencing is that there's this idea that we can see the goodness of god in the midst of suffering so what you're saying is is that god is dealing with us presently and giving us grace presently not just in the past or into the future right yeah so he said like in the wilderness you had water from a rock right manna from heaven Mm -hmm. your shoes not wearing out quail quell what you know a gift. Oh, man yes uh 
I love quail, man. It's so expensive. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, we used to have more quail in Texas before fire ants. I know. So people moving here do not realize this, but fire ants are not native to Texas. Yep. They're an invasive species. And they killed all our bob whites. Ah, oh, poor quail. Man, we used to eat those our, when I was a oh, kid. Not only bob whites, but also our, our, horn, our horn toads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We used to have more of those around, too. So I'm mourning with you. Yeah, this is some suffering. This me. is some suffering going on. Um <laughs> But yeah, so they, they had all these things that happened in the midst of their suffering right. that was a sign of God. Right. Uh, and would you recommend that while somebody is sharing their suffering of, of when they see that in the story, of saying, oh, wow, like I can see God work. Even in the midst of your suffering, I see God working there. Um, what, would you, what would you recommend? Yeah, so I normally, personally, when, it's, when we're talking the first time, um, I try to hear them out totally and then remind them of the character of god Mm -hmm. that usually sparks their mind into seeing how god's working right then um so that's kind of the way i handle it personally yeah um and then sometimes i'll say something like um well how did you get to this point you know or Mm -hmm. man what if i'll ask a what if question i have you know there was one guy i was counseling once who's uh he's giving me permission to to say this but uh he had broken his back in a jump he thought god hated him because it ruined his army career and like why would god take the only thing i'm good at you know yeah and uh now i don't know what to do with my life and my identity's Mm -hmm. been taken away and all this and i asked him what if god broke your back to heal your heart would it be worth it Mm -hmm. and he really wrestled with that you know i heard his whole story you know i talked to him about the character of God and then I gave him a question to ponder and wrestle through Um, that helps them see the present grace in their moment of pain uh, it is one of those things of where like suffering is how we grow yeah like if we don't if Mm. if we don't suffer we're not going to grow as human beings and we're as Christians we're not going to grow into the image of Christ right like suffering is the school of Christ which is is a great point because in every worldview other than the Christian worldview, there is no point to suffering. Mm. This is what makes Christianity unique other, other than, you know, being saved by grace and not by anything we can do. Right. Yeah. But that's God does something with our suffering. There's a purpose for it. What text do you think of when you're, uh, when you see God doing something with suffering? Uh, the, one of my go-to passages for that is Romans 5. Yeah, so um, good. Romans 5, uh, right around verse 3, says, And not only that, but we also rejoice in our afflictions. Right. So then this is hard, right? We rejoice in our afflictions. Yeah, totally. So that, that has to be a pre-decision. Mm-hmm. He says we, we rejoice in our afflictions because we know that affliction produces endurance. Endurance produces character. Improving character produces hope. Mm. So it's it's and hope. Um, what? Oh yeah, this hope will not disappoint us because right. God's love has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit, mm. who has given, uh, who who was given to us. Mm. Uh, but it's just this idea that there is there is this process. Like for us to grow, we have to endure in suffering. Mm. But when we endure in suffering we grow in character. Right. It produces. So like, 
I mean, my, my encouragement for somebody, like if somebody is, is suffering right now, because suffering's all around us, right. it's common to man. If someone's like listening to this and they're suffering, it's like endure. Mm. Because when you hold on, that's going to produce a new character yeah. that wouldn't exist otherwise. And you, coal, coal, coal turns to a diamond yeah, under pressure. Right. Heat and pressure. Yeah. And, you know, to go back to Welch's book, I don't think he highlighted this specifically, but we suffer in the context of community. The Israelites were not a group of mm-hmm. individuals out there in the wilderness. Yeah. But they were together. And, um, man. They moved towards God and moved through their affliction and moved through those 40 years, right, until they went into that promised land. Another text I think about where, man, God is doing something with uh, our suffering is in James 1, you know, uh, 2 through 4, which says, Consider it a great joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you experience various trials. I love that variety Mm -hmm. word there. (laughs) Because you know... That the testing of your faith produces endurance and let endurance have its full effect so that you may be mature and complete, lacking nothing. So these are these are two different biblical authors. Right. You have Paul in one in Romans, James here. But notice like all the parallels between those those teaching moments. Producing endurance, yeah. completion. And and joy. Right. And joy. And and right. this this is Paul, so it's not like Paul's t- like teaching theoretically here, right? Because we have Paul, like being beaten and imprisoned Shipwreck. and in shackles, and what is he doing with Silas? He's like yeah. singing praise songs in the prison, right? Uh, so, like, if you're suffering, I would say, know that God is at work in you through this suffering. Right. So it's not pointless. There is a there's a Godward purpose behind your suffering. Mm. Uh. And I encourage you somehow with that hope in mind, let that produce like a seed of praise. Like yeah. let that let that grow mm. um, in you, mm. uh, so that in your suffering you can rejoice. Stay alert in it with thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. Colossians four. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, well, guys, we just appreciate you guys listening in and. And talking, continued caring for one another, pursuing are we, are we, one another. Are we done? I feel done. I feel like that was a great closing. Man, you landed the plane. We can't have a false landing. And then I and then I like picked it back up and started again. I guess we'll have to land it. Oh, uh, just land it down. All right. Well, thanks thanks for listening in. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll be back next week with chapter chapter seven seven. And what we're going to talk about is sin and talking about. Talking, talking about, about sin. talking and sin. Yeah, yeah. So if you're a member of Christ Community Church and you're not in a discipleship group, let's encourage you to do that. Talk about suffering in your group. Bear it with each other. You're not alone. There are men and women who want to walk with you. Hear people out. Point people to Jesus. And pray, pray, pray. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs>